Fairly sunny 78 today. That drunk whore with the news on the way. Here's Tommy James. <laughs> and now, Cheese Wits. How are you? Oh, I'm just swell. How are you? Well, you sound better than last week. No, oh, I feel okay this week. Good. Good. Did you make it to yeah. the doctor? I did not. <laughs> You're such a dude. I know. Uh-huh. Um, but I've, I've been trying to self-medicate, and I've taken acid pills every day. Oh. And since I've taken the since I've taken the acid pills, my friend Frank is sitting right next to me in the car. Sorry, um, across the street, um, heading towards my old house. So I guess I should turn around and go see. No, I don't because I don't have any cell service over there. Um, but I've taken the acid reducer pills, and every day since I've done that, I felt fine. Oh, acid reducer pills. I thought you were dropping acid, and I was like, well, that's one one way to. No. To do it. Yeah, what are you doing? Where is your friend Wally? Uh, I don't know. Oh, there he is. Kind of. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, power's out again. Jesus Christ. No, it's not. No. I go to sign into my computer, my high-end technology, and it won't take my PIN code. Your PIN is no longer valid. Something went wrong with your pin. It isn't available. Click to set up the pin again. So I go to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. So, oh, sorry. Now you got to use a Gmail account to get this information. So I go to do that. Oh, sorry. You need to use a two step process for verification. I'm pulling my hair out of my head. And then Jody comes out and goes, Hey, aren't you going on your podcast? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Gail, what's the fucking pin, Gail? I I could use fucking pin. Meanwhile, I could use Gail. Meanwhile, Chris has been dropping acid, and that seems to be helping him. So, oh my, I'm telling you, Chris, you're dropping acid. I'm dropping acid and playing with my pecker, Wally. She didn't hear me right. I was getting an acid reducer. He said, (laughs) "I've been taking acid pills, so I felt better," and I. It, oh, yeah. So taking acid pills. You, think, you sound like your mother, my mother, who's sitting there saying, oh, Christopher, you have to stay away from those cocaine tablets. What the fuck? See, I don't even I don't even know what the password is. Try Gail. Well, I would suggest starting with zero, 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 zero and increasing from there. <laughs> I'm 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 I just don't. Can't you I do think... forgot my password? This is going to be a whole episode of Wally trying to log into his computer. You're welcome, you... America. <laughs> Look, the password isn't good. Reset it now. There you go. Um, oh, my God. I got to tell you, I have a oh, I have a code. Oh, let's see if it works. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit. Exclamation point. Three. Uh, you know what? I am because I just tried to punch in the code. And of course, the num lock isn't on on the fucking number page on the number uh, thing on the on the nine. This 19. is like a whole circus. Uh, this is a whole it, cartoon. It, it is. Oh, new password. OK, let's go. Here we go. OK, I'm not going to say it out loud. You know, do you ever do that when you're. You're doing your password and someone's you're saying, oh, hold on a second. I got to punch in my password. And you start saying your password out loud. No. You realize like, oh, good Lord, I'm saying it. No, I don't okay. do that. 
right, here we go. Well, you're a better woman than I am. This is true. <laughs> I am. I hate, you know, I just fucking hate this shit. And you know what? What I hate is, is it's not the shit I hate. I hate that we have to be this secure because there's so many cunts out there trying to steal all your shit from you. Every week I see somebody on Facebook that I know saying, oh, I was hacked. Yeah. Oh, I was hacked. I don't think everybody entirely understands what's happening on Facebook, though, because a lot of times they're not hacked. Uh, they're yeah. cloned. Right. So changing your password won't help because somebody just went on your public shit and took your picture and made a new account. Ugh. Is that what happens? Someone makes a new account? Well, sometimes, but yeah. What, what, why do you know about all this shit, Jess? Why do you know about all this underhanded bullshit? What I'm are you doing in your free time? Very technologically savvy. She is very savvy, and she also has nightly conversations with Peggy from the Microsoft. <laughs> how, the, how the fuck do they expect you to do this? It says, I can't sign on to the computer. Verify your identity by going to your Gmail. I fucking can't go to my Gmail because I can't sign into the computer, you fuck. How about you pull up the Gmail on your phone, Boomer? No, I don't have it on my fucking phone because I'm well, using my phone for this bullshit. But I have it on my laptop. You, there you go. You know what? Talk amongst yourselves. I'm leaving the room for a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, leave we me. have to leave the room. Is is this like driving down the road and you're trying to find a location and you got to turn down your fucking radio to find it? Yeah, it's exactly like that. He has to leave the room to find his Gmail. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, that's his, his Gale mail. <laughs> It certainly is his game. I don't know why we didn't think of that before. Jeez. So what are we hearing? Is that your TV? I, I, it's not mine. I'm in the car. It's got to be Wally's TV. Well, Wally needs to turn that shit down. Oh, no, I think it's fascinating to listen to the liberal horse shit that he's listening to. Oh, maybe it's not the TV. Maybe it's his wife and you just called her liberal horse shit. No, no, no. It, listen, it, I heard the word CBS News. Oh. Yeah, so that was, uh, that's because they broke in during football. There you go. Oh, my. Fuck me. And now the saga continues. Yeah, because while I went to check the email, the fucking computer reset. <laughs> now the, the Gmail doesn't work. Now I got to check my H-mail, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, you know what? I checked the Gmail. And the Gmail said, "You can if this was you trying to sign in, you can ignore this email." It's like, what the fuck is going on? Times oh are hard God. right now. I mean, listen, I saw a yeah. commercial the other day. Have you guys seen this commercial with Sir Mix-a-Lot on a checks commercial? No. And yeah. he has yeah. changed the lyrics to his most popular song to say, "I like my snacks and I cannot lie." Uh, no, so I have not seen that. So times are tough for everybody. Poor Sir Mixalots out here doing checks commercials. I love my snacks and they cannot lie. That General Mills, he denied. He didn't say anything about getting sprung when he eats checks, though. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. You know what oh, we could do, Wally, is drive. just be on the phone today. Uh, wait, hold on. Now then, it says it's emailed me a code. Then you can work on your computer, you know, another time. 
numlock. Every time the computer resets, you have to. I'm going to carry you with me. Oh, Here. good. I'm going to I'm going to carry you 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 motherfuckers with me. It's like a George Strait yeah. song. Carry you're in love with me. Here you go. I'm carrying you with me. I'm going to mute that. I'm going to go over here. Unbelievable. What a bunch of bullshit. This show is obviously going to be better than last week's show. This is like listening to my father trying to figure out the cup holder in the front of his PC. (laughs) What? What? But what the fuck is all this double verification bullshit? It's trying to keep you safe, and it's, obviously it is. So Peggy from the Microsoft can't bust into your shit. Well, Peggy Hello. from the Microsoft already did bust into my shit. That's why I'm having to do this double verification, guys. You're going to unmute that. The Microsoft. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. What did it do? It blanked out again. But it's all right, because I... I put some fake numbers in, so that it couldn't. Uh, 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 Did you okay. write down the code? Have you, you thought of bringing numbers? the yes, laptop? I wrote it down. It's right here. Have you thought it? you're not supposed to share that code with anyone, Wally? Now you have to start all over again. Uh, if you reset your PIN, apps might require you to sign in again. Oh, oh really? <laughs> like it'd be more of a pain in the ass than it's already been? And how does that happen, by the way? Your computer probably updated or something. Yeah, piece of shit. Include. Okay, I'm trying. I'm going to see if this works, you guys. But by the way, I guess, um, Jess, I went back. I don't want to register that. Already registered. Thank you. Uh, Jess, I went back and I listened to, I spoke to you last week about the show where I was speaking rather quickly. Oh, you mean the one where my friend texted me and said, "What the hell is wrong with Wally?" Yeah, my my the B, the B vitamin show. Yeah, have you tried dropping acid? <laughs> no, I guess Chris is doing enough of that for the. Okay, look at this. I'm I, I might get on here, you guys. This could happen. I mean, we're all waiting with bated breath. Yeah, you, you know, I'm oh, sorry that you're getting bait in your breath. I, I don't know about you, Jess, but I can't bait to this. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make me it's feel sexy tough. either. It's very, very tough. How are we? Oh, there he is. Look at that. It only oh, took 10 gosh. minutes. Congratulations. Welcome to the program, Wally. <laughs> you know, I, I can't. I hate that. Fuck. This is one of the reasons why I don't use Apple. Because I don't like the fucking double verification. This, this, blah, blah, blah. Fucking everything's I, well, got with it. The Apple. I don't have to double verify on any of my Apple shit. I don't know why. Listen, if it's because I'm fucking old and dumb, that's it. And look at now. I got to look at the picture of this fucking guy. Let me close that down so I don't have to look at his face. Whose you face know, was it? Yours. Wally- no, I don't want to say who is it. It's somebody I would call a friend. <laughs> I I don't want to say this, Wally, but listen. Yes, my, you do. My my autistic brother, you know, who's <laughs> who is dead. In his current situation, he could have gotten into the computer faster than you. <laughs> okay? Including getting out of the box and walking from fucking Rest Haven back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> is that really where he is? Rest Haven? Oh, Rest Haven, Gate of Heaven. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> Rest Haven. 
Oh my lord! Now I have to apologize to my wife after because I snapped at her because of the fucking Microsoft bullshit. Why are you snapping at your wife? It's not her fault. No, it's not her fault. But she was the one saying to me, "Aren't you going to do your show?" And I'm I'm trying my my level best to get onto the show. And I know that you guys are fucking just ripping me apart because I'm not there yet. Oh. Okay. We were we were only starting to rip you apart when you finally logged in because we were so busy talking about Chris's acid. Yeah, yeah, I, we were worried about my acid dropping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so you only taking what? You only taking a a, a couple micro dots a, a day now instead of Let like me, the full boat. You know, I, it's is a it freeze company water moment. Acid? It, what is it? it? It's it's the episode about the misunderstanding freeze company. Mm-hmm. And I was out in Winchester programming a station out there, and I was writing some stuff down. In like um like I was starting like an online blog, but I had it saved to my local computer, but they were redoing my computer, so I had to move everything out to the network drive. And one day my boss for some reason goes into my network drive and reads about what I refer to as my Coke problem. Okay. <laughs> now he pulls me into his office on a Friday afternoon and says, Listen, we're gonna get you help, we're gonna get you counseling. Um, I, you're, you have next week off with pay and I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, it's clear that you're trying to harm yourself with your Coke problem. (laughs) Steve, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Well, we found, we found this in your online drive and, um, you know, we're concerned about, you know, about you and, you know, when you're a friend, I said, Steve, my Coke problem, I walked down the hall to my office, came back with a bottle of Mexican Coke in glass. I said, Steve, I got 24 of these on my floor. That's my Coke problem. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, you've already, you've already got the week off work. We're going to have somebody evaluate you. I'm like, fine. Nice. So you can't make that shit up. Your Coke problem is I, 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 I'm pre-diabetic but I'm still drinking tons of sugar. It's a problem for this me. This was 10 fucking years ago oh, when this happened. So I'm like, good fucking God. Man. I was like two months into the job. And, wow. and these people think I'm a goddamn druggie. But, but I, you know, you know what's interesting, though? On the, on the other side, on the liberal side of that, Chris. Yeah, bullshit. They cared about you. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course they cared about me. No, they cared about their own insurance is what they cared about, not having me as a liability. That's what yeah, they cared wow. about. Because let me tell you something. If, if some counselor came back and says, well, that cocksucker's on cocaine, <laughs> you're out the fucking door, motherfucker. That cocksucker's okay. on cocaine. If you went on the air and did something and they knew about your coke problem and didn't do anything about it, oh, like give you a week dude, off to take care of it. Look, I was drinking a lot out there. And there are these air checks where I'm I'm talking up a Bruno Mars record, and you can clearly hear me pick up the bottle, drink, and then <laughs> in the literally in the middle of the fucking break. I mean, it's it's great. That is a coke problem. The, so these drugs, I don't even know when you're when you're using cocaine, you're on the coke, you're on the cocaine, or you're on the cocaine. No, I think you're not on the cocaine. I think you're 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 on coke. You're on the coca. Yeah, <laughs> they're on the cocaine. Aren't you just? Aren't you just high? Let's. Well, you could be anything, but if somebody wants to describe it, you know, you'd, you'd have my mother, which could be cocaine tablets, as she would say, or marijuana, <laughs> or you could be drinking, or you know, Christopher's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> well, so I'll tell you what, marijuana 
in, in the seventies, marijuana was about as bad as it got where we came from. Most of us now marijuana, the people are like, who the fuck cares? It's legal oh, I, in lots of places now. Well, it's I got my sister in so much trouble. I got my sister in so much trouble. It's 1979. And you know, you're at that age, you're four years old and you're just overhearing shit. So, you know, my sister was out front with a guy that she was dating and I got it wrong. I said, mom, and yes, Christopher, Diane's boyfriend, Pot, is outside doing Bubba. <laughs> and she's what, Christopher? And she walks out front and there's Bubba doing Pot. I got it backwards. So, when, so, so back in the 70s, when mar- marijuana was not my thing ever. Uh, drugs just weren't my thing ever. But we did try marijuana. Sure. And I remember climbing through the rafters to the top of our barn to hide the marijuana up there because marijuana was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It is, especially if you are a high school student in 1978, 79, it was, you know, 16, 17 year olds, unless you were one of the heads. And that's what we called the people who, who, who used, uh, who smoked a lot of pot. They were potheads. So right. they were called heads. So in my school, there were heads, grits, uh, the grits were like the guys who were in shop and were always gritty and dirty. Is looking. That, they were jocks. Is that what the stores where you could buy like bongs and stuff were called head shops? Head shops, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It it never <laughs> occurred to me that that's what why that's what they were called. What did you think? Well, that, welcome that to that the stuff, culture, Jess. It just get, the culture. getting in my head, and it, that's why I, it, go to I, the I honestly never had a thought about why they were called head shops. God, why is that a head shop? There's no blowjobs happening here. <laughs> <laughs> good God, I, what, what's your, I was thinking something entirely different what's your worst drug experience worst drug experience wally what is it i you know what i i, I don't have a I, I have a worse alcohol experience which, well which, i'll, which, I'll give you my radio. alcohol experience too but my my drug experience i don't have i one. was in i was in high school and this girl that i was with she was getting fucked up i didn't realize that she's a lesbian now but that's not why she's fucked up but <laughs> I had a tuna sandwich over at her house, and some of her friends were over, and somebody put a hit of acid on my tuna sandwich, okay? So I jump in. I take a bite of this tuna sandwich. I'm sitting there, and Jurassic Park is on TV. (laughs) These muscles that I didn't know that I had right around my asshole, when I saw the first thing come out, propelled me about six feet in the air behind the sofa, and I hid for a while. (laughs) Really? That's, that's That's my... drug experience my my alcohol experience julie and i went to a christmas party at a um, bowling alley that um the, the radio station rented out a whole bowling alley and i was doing this new thing called lemon drops and oh, I remember those. oh yeah so somehow we got home i don't know how we got home but got back up it got into the bedroom and we had a waterbed frame that had a regular mattress in it so you know it's got that like edge around the side mm-hmm. sure and, you know, I wasn't feeling good. And I, I got up to go take a crap, but my foot got caught as I was standing up between the mattress and the bed. <laughs> and I fell straight on the ground and started shitting everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Just I'm shitting everywhere. And, and, and worse than that is I'm laying there. I can't make any noise. 
Julie is sound of fucking sleep, and the beagle comes over and starts licking up the shit. Oh, no, that's yeah. not true. That is not that true. Is a, that is a one hundred percent true story. That if is I was still a talking lie. to wife number one, she would she would verify it. Oh, that absolutely. is not. Oh my that word! One hundred percent true. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah, absolutely. But wait, what? What, was it an enjoyable experience? Was he licking your ass? No, 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 no. He was licking up the shit that was coming down my leg. He was like <laughs> licking it up like it was a chocolate fountain. Okay, like 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 he like was you're like at it a was bad a bad wedding. Like like it was a dog at the Golden Corral. That's what it was like. Okay, <laughs> it's the it's the Alpo <laughs> Fountain. Uh-huh. So that's Here my comes drinking the gravy story. train. What about oh, you, Wally? No. What's your what's no, your bad I've, drinking? I've, I think I've told this one before, but my worst. Um, about with with uh, something was um, alcohol, and it was doing the um, the uh, Johnny Fever thing at at the radio station. Oh Jesus! Doing uh, state police um, giving me the you know take shots to show how booze affects your reaction. Oh no, you haven't told that. Stuff. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I don't think so. Chris, does it sound familiar to you? Vaguely, but only because I'm remembering the episode of KRP because Johnny didn't get drunk, but Venus did, he right? He got better. Johnny yeah. got way Johnny better. Johnny got better yeah. on the air, yeah. He got faster at all of it. No, not me. So I I, I I would take a shot and then, you know, I, this was over the course of two, maybe three hours, and I was doing like a shot every, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes or something like that or, or maybe a half hour. And I'm a lightweight to begin with. And I think probably by the time I had done five shots, I was fucked up. And they couldn't let me talk anymore because I started saying things to people in the building. <laughs> I'm <lucky laughs> on the job. You know, just saying stuff about big tits on that one or whatever it was. <laughs> but Jody had to come take me home. And she had the kids in the car. Oh, God. And I was bawling and crying and all kinds of things. So, but here, because there's a history there. So part of the reason why I ended up in foster care at three years old was because my father, my sperm donor, DNA donor, was a raging alcoholic. And I had already had surgery by the time I was three because of him. So that's part of the reason why I say, so all that started coming and I had already been in some therapy for that kind of stuff, but that all came back with that alcohol. And I, I just didn't drink that much at all other than social, a couple of, so that was the first time I had been drunk in forever. Even in college, I wasn't a drink. I wouldn't get drunk (laughs) just the way I was. So, yeah, so I'm sobbing and crying. We had to pull over and I had to puke. And, uh, and I, that's probably the last time I was ever drunk too. Can you imagine that he's at the radio station? Yeah, the receptionist up there. Gosh, she's got some big old, big old titties on her receptionist. Okay, okay, that's Fred, the sales manager. Robbie. <laughs> that's really what was happening, and they had to, uh, they they had to um, stop me. Mm. <laughs> okay, oh that's God. it. The, the experiment's over, as you can see, folks. And then somebody else came on the inside. As you can see, it really affects your because he was giving me like the Johnny Fever, like. Uh, he had a thing where he had to do depth perception, a little thing. We had to line up some shit and, and then a speed like, uh, and if I remember, Johnny just got faster at everything and better at all of it. Me? No, I was, I was drunk. I was bad, bad, bad. Jess, what about you? I mean, I've told my, I think, worst drinking story here. Cause it's how I got the job at FRE. 
Um, I know really? I told I know I told that story with the band and the shots and the puking all oh, over myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, drug wise, though, I never I've never done anything stronger than marijuana, and I don't have any marijuana horror stories because when you smoke weed, you just get chill and have some snacks and everything's fine. (laughs) But I do have, when I was in Texas, um, I had gone to, we had, um, they had just started a a hockey team in central Texas. And so we would, the radio station would go out and broadcast live before the hockey games. And then we'd go out on the ice in the middle and do contests and stuff. Well, while we were out front of the arena, um, and we had a big setup and we had, you know, people could hit a hockey puck into a thing and win prize What all the, th- all of the things. And as right. we were breaking that down and we were trying to put everything back in the van, an intern was carrying a big speaker and he came over and dropped it on my foot. Nice. And I didn't know until late, like I knew that I had a broken toe, but I didn't know until later that it was shattered. So, um, I went home like after the game thinking, and, and actually once we were inside, like I knew my, again, I knew my toe was broken, but there's nothing that can really do for you when you have a broken right. toe. So I didn't, I didn't worry about it. I just went inside and suffered when it was time to go on the ice. I couldn't do it. But so I'm sitting up in one of the seats and this guy is climbing over the seats to get somewhere. And I don't know why he didn't go to the end, but I saw him coming and I'm backing up going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, let me get out of the way. As he steps over and stomps on the same foot. Right. Mm. So I finally I get home after the game and I take off my shoe and there's blood everywhere and I take off my sock and I immediately call one of my coworkers and I'm like, can you please come take me to the hospital right now? And so it turned out the, the toe was shattered, like just, just wow. shattered. And so they had to, they gave me some drugs so that they could clean it out without me, you know, screaming. Right. And then they gave me um, a painkiller. What the hell was it called? Oxy what? It wasn't Oxy. Codone what? No, I think it started with an N. I can't, mm, I can't think of what it's called. Proxen? What's that? Naproxen. No, no, no. Like a like a serious painkiller. Oh, um. Oh, God. What is that shit called? Uh, anyway. I can't remember. Yeah. I had no what experience. I had no experience at this point with like serious painkillers. And I was 20, probably four, 23, 24. So I'd never had anything like this before. So I didn't know. That taking it before going on the air was a bad idea. Oh, Christ. <laughs> so, and and at this particular radio station, here's what we had to say every time we, re- we opened the mic. Temple Colleen's all-hit music station, The Nerve, 105.5 KNRV. Every time. Now, when I was on this drug that I can't think of the name of, I said, and, and I could clearly hear my brain was fine like I was very clear on what I was saying but I could not fix the fact that it was coming out like this oh that's hot (laughs) and so once I realized I couldn't stop myself from doing that I I think I missed a break or I skipped a break or 
I or I didn't say all of that because I was just trying to get through the shift. And I actually got written up for not saying Temple Colleen's all hit music station, The Nerve 105.5 KNRV. Yeah. You know what's fucked up is how many I've interviewed in that market, in the Colleen market. What is there, four stations there? The fuck do you got to say anything for to identify yourself? Well, but there's also, it's right, it's so close to like Waco and some other markets. And we were actually in competition with the pop station in Waco. And that station, because we did not beat them, this was a brand new station. We had started it up. Because we did not beat the Waco station, the first book, we all got fired. They flipped a station wow. to oldies. You didn't beat them the first book. Well, nope. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yes, yeah, I know. Beating a heritage station that everyone in that metro has been listening to you, for you their entire lives. Colleen, enough times. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those fucking things that only programmers come up with. All right. And 105.5 is always a shitty frequency. It doesn't matter what city you're in. Yeah. You know, it's not right. a strong, it's never strong. And it wasn't because a programmer. It was a consultant. Jess. Mm hmm. Think about our days in the Syracuse area. Wow, 105. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking horrible. We tortured oh, you were that on a 105.5 there too. No, huh? no, we had a no. We competed with a 105.5 who we crushed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they were called Wow 105.5. Yeah, and we crushed them. We used to call them while we were on the air at Kiss 102. We would call Wow 105 and win their contests. Right. And, and then they would out. say, tell us what station just made you a winner. And we would yell, Kiss 102! And then give away their prizes. Yep. <laughs> it was my fault. I know we've told that story before, but I think back about that. and That's fucking fun radio. It that is. Was unfit. I would have been that, pissed if I was at that station. That, oh, yeah. But they were <laughs> pissed. Well, well, and the reason, part of the reason why we did that is the guy who was the, the sort of the PD over there, I forget. I think it was a. He was another one of those. He used JJ on the air. It's fucking been eight billion JJs, right? Yeah. But he was at Rock 107, and I asked him if he wanted to come over to our station. He said, "No, you you fucking guys don't know what you're fucking doing. You're gonna blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm going over here." <laughs> and, well, okay, pal. So I made How's it about that. I made it part of my mission. To fucking just beat the piss out of him. I mean, we used to call in birthdays for for our friend Mike, last name Hunt. Yeah, they'd say it, on and the they'd air. say it on the air every time. Yeah. Dick hurts from Holden. Just, there was a TV station down in Raleigh when I was working down there. It was, um, you know, the local whatever the local news station would be on cable. You know, it, mm. one of the networks usually provides it. Right. And it just runs in a loop. So the screen's running in a loop and they got an ice storm down there for like the first time. And they had this thing on the website where you just go to the website and type in what was closed and it would eventually get onto the screen. <laughs> this sounds like and an Anchorman moment happening. I, sounds great. I remember, well, the guys are just, so, so the news is just on a loop, but you're reading at the bottom of the screen, Cecil's Cock Ring Emporium back up tomorrow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Back up tomorrow. Yeah, or, you know, Two-Tone Incorporated closed today, code red. Call 8675309 to know more. <laughs> I mean, the amount of shit at Colonel Angus Chicken was closed. Um, Colonel P. Angus. Nis, yeah, P-NIS reunion service. I mean, it was just... <laughs> It was fucking real. We stayed home from work, fucking watch this thing all goddamn day. It was great. Yeah, we we had those. Um, I never did anything like that on any of those. I, I wasn't bright enough to do that. But we we've had those um, those uh, public access where some radio station usually sponsors the underlying music. Yeah, and and the uh, and the scribing. And whenever you go to it, there would always be that shit because you could type in shit, happy birthdays to people and stuff. And that shit would go by two or three times before someone would catch it. And it would always be like, fuck your mother or something like right. that. I fucked your mother, blah, blah, blah. You're like, oh my God. Because do you ever do you ever see the one about the the flight when the um the I was I think it was a Japanese plane that went down and somebody claiming to be with the um uh the whoever investigates a train uh, plane accidents. Um yeah, not the, the FAA, FAA, but whatever. No, whatever no, FDA. FAA? No, no, no the, the transit, uh, yeah. yeah, whoever they are, but he, he claimed to be from um, that that body of the government. And, says, and we've confirmed that on this Japanese plane, the four pilots are no longer with us. Their names exclusively released to Channel 4 are Sum Ting Wong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ouch, boom, wow. Um, I mean, just it was awful. It was fucking terrible. So, and the woman, thirty minutes later, I'm sorry, we received bad information. I bet the fuck you did, because you're not bright. Because they're so desperate, they're always so fucking desperate to be breaking news first to tell you. I, you know what? I don't fucking care if you're the first to tell me anything. What I really want you to be able to do is tell me what really happened. Well, and that's what was written on the wall down at WTOP when I was working there in big letters. Get it right, then get it first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I could not agree with ye more. By the way, Chris, you're sounding much better today. It's because of the uh, acid. Now that I'm dropping acid. <laughs> so so is that what it is? You, is there, you're, so you're taking some sort of so, acid lowering? Wally, what, what you missed was that in the beginning, I said to Chris, well, you sound better. Did you go to the doctor? And he said no, and then talked about They're the acid. acid pills. Mm-hmm. So I is said. it so just too much acid buildup in your in your body? That's what it seems to be. Um, and I haven't had an incident in a week. And this was happening three times in a week. But I haven't had anything in a week. I feel fine. My stomach is reasonably settled. I mean, it'll never be fully settled because I don't have a gallbladder. So, right. um, but... You know, and I, I'm not feeling like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, and, and you know what? Not having a gallbladder. My, my son doesn't have one, so I know this is the shit. <laughs> I always say, pardon the pun. Don't 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 eat hot and spicy. Limit your dairy. Try to stay away from alcohol. Oh, the, I can't process fried food. Greasy food, fried food. Stay away from it. Yeah, all the good shit in life. I mean, it didn't stop me from going to Raisin Cane's today. So, like, you know what? I really want to go to this place because it's over here. And I had three chicken tenders, um, French fries, and a piece of Texas toast. Now, Not is a this the Herman Cane place? I don't think. No, this is C A N E, isn't it? Yeah, this is C A N E, like cane sugar. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, you know, because because wasn't Herman Cain? Didn't he create some sort of chicken place? 
the guy who ran for president who, who died, Herman. Cain. I don't. I don't know. I don't He's know either. Man. I haven't I remember heard that. he ran for president a few years. No, I remember yeah, he ran for president. I don't remember anything about chicken. Yeah, I think he owned a. I think he created a chicken. That's how he became wealthy on chicken franchises. And it, I don't know if it was raising cane or not, <laughs> but it was something. But I saw someone said their chicken sucks. Is that true, Chris? Um, they the person on my timeline didn't like their chicken. I I thought the Texas toast was good. The chicken was, yeah, it was a little greasy. But you know, three tenders and I I hell forty minutes away. I had to shit like a howitzer. Speaking, so, speaking of the chicken. Yeah. Um. I just saw the um. Th- this is a real thing. I was listening to the news and um on the radio news, and they were giving the list of the three top chicken restaurants, fast food restaurants in the country. Yes. Uh-huh. And the Colonel is no longer up there at all. It is Chick Fil A, Popeyes. The Colonel is third. Hmm. You know, and the the Chick Fil A, I I just you know their 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 chicken you know doesn't thrill me. Um, Popeyes, it's gross. Popeyes sandwich is great, and the red beans and rice is good. But KFC, I think, has the best nuggets out of anybody. KFC has the best nuggets. They have the best fries for sure. Oh, the fries were off the fucking hook. I got yeah. those the other day. Holy the, shit! The, the, they're fucking off the. They're, they're fucking fantastic. Popeyes chicken is pretty bland. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it it is it is shit. And Chick Fil A, they fucking have the sandwich and sweet tea, and that's it. They have the Chick Fil A sandwich with the with which Jess wouldn't eat because it has a pickle on it. No, not just that it has a pickle on it. They marinate that shit in pickle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh Chicken marinated in in pickle juice is pretty good. It is, and it really doesn't. It doesn't taste like pickle at all. No, it does. It's it's really the the vinegar. It's just the vinegar that tenderizes it. Well, I don't know what kind of pickles they're they're using. They're using the wrong kind of pickle. They using the kind <laughs> of pickle sorry. that we like in the shed. That's what kind of pickle they use, man. <laughs> you know, you know what? It doesn't take long for Chris to take this thing in the other direction. Well, it doesn't take long for Wally to take this thing either. Now look at that, Wally. You taking the pickle out in the shed too, ain't you? <laughs> All right, Ned ba- Ned Beatty, you just leave me alone. Oh my God. You just leave me alone. <laughs> that, by the way, is a fantastic movie. You know what we watched today? Hey, what happened to James? What happened to Jim Belushi? Um, we watched a canine today. What, what did you see? watch? Canine. I don't even know what the uh, fuck that is. He's a cop and he has a German Shepherd dog. He becomes his partner. Is that from like 1993 or something? It might be. It may even be before that. But yeah, it's it's somewhere in there hmm. in that range. Yeah, I don't even I know what the that fuck today. that is. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like canine cop or something. Hmm. It's, and, you know, Belushi it's never really, Belushi never thrilled me. I like, you him. know, I mean, and, and honestly, neither Belushi ever thrilled me. No, I was not a fan of, of, of the John Belushi. Not, not, yeah, not I mean, a, he was just, know, you know, fat and stupid. That's the way to go through life. Right. Oh, he's, <laughs> I mean, it's he's working like me. for me. <laughs> <laughs> working for me too. <laughs> it's worked for yeah, me as well. I mean, I made a fucking career out of it. I made a career out of fat and stupid as well. <laughs> oh, you know what I was going to say, Jess, when you were talking about your um, hockey misadventure, mm-hmm. th- I hope that people are figuring out or have figured out by this time. If, if for anybody who's ever worked in radio, you can sum up the basic radio employee <laughs> in a couple of words. And the real, the big word is whore. 
We're just whores. <laughs> Basically, you're, whores. you're fucked up. That's 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 the radio mantra. You're fucked up. You're fucked up, and and whores because you fucking got to do every bullshit thing that that for amuses. Free. Yeah, for free to amuse the fucking masses, mm-hmm. who then later on call you and tell you what a fucking asshole you are because you won't play their song, or who get mad at you because you ran out of t-shirts before they bothered to walk over to see you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those the fucking people. And I was also uh, so I've been listening to some of our, our our first. I think I've gotten through the first four or five shows, trying to find some best ofs. It's it's a little difficult. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and um, Chris, I, I was thinking a, a couple of weeks ago, this was, you know, this was in one of the first few shows. Chris mentioned uh, we were talking about the station van and how girls go gaga for the station van. And Chris said, until they find out you're giving away, I don't know, half off, buy one, get one burger hut. Yeah, Arby's <laughs> coupons. That's when they want to get the fuck away from you. <laughs> giving away those. <clears throat> It reminded me of a, a radio stunt when I was working um, in uh, New Hampshire. There was a big home home. Sh- remember when home shows are huge? Mm-hmm. Every station in the fucking market would be at the home show, giving out all kinds of fucking fabulous things. I think, by the way, they are still huge. We just don't know about it because we are not required to go there anymore. Yeah, no, I, so I, I go yeah, there's still a thing. Yeah, there's still a thing, but I don't think they're. As and I think part of the reason why they're not as big is because you don't get 20 station booths anymore. You get three booths, each one representing six radio stations. Yeah. Giving away, you know, some pens, lollipops, and I don't know, some magnets for the refrigerator, which are fucking useless because everybody has stainless steel ma- refrigerators, which magnets don't stick to. Mm-hmm. Hello. So because but but radio hasn't figured that out. But we were there was a station um, passing out. There was a new country station in town and they were passing out win a thousand dollar somethings or I don't know what the fuck it was. It was win something big. And we were trading those. I was going around to all the people who got those. I was giving them free pizza hut, personal pan pizzas. If they give me their, their coupon to, to win the thousand dollars. <laughs> now see when I first got to Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, we had we were starting up a new country station. There was a, a monster station in the market. They still dominate the market. They're they're a, one of the froggy stations. Oh yeah. And so I was new to the market. So they knew, you know, the the powers that be, my PD knew that the other station wouldn't know who I was when I went to a country concert. And started approaching people in Froggy 101 t-shirts and offering them an envelope full of cash to give me that t-shirt and put on one of ours instead. How good is that? So I was just wandering around. Nobody knew who I was. And I would just walk up to people that were wearing Froggy 101 t-shirts and say, hey, there's a hundred bucks in here. Will you wear this t-shirt instead of that one? And they would give me the Froggy t-shirt and we would take it back and have a collection. And we did that for probably five or six concerts before Froggy mailed us one of our t-shirts that had been burned (laughs) and said, thanks for the hundred bucks. (laughs) <laughs> it's so but okay that means that's fucking fun radio yeah in my, 
We to used me, to, oh my God, we had at that station, because we were the under, we were nobody. We were no threat to them whatsoever. So we would just blatantly go after them. We had station license plates and they used to, they finally had to start posting somebody out by their van because at every single remote, we would sneak in and put one of our license plates on the front of their van. Every single time. So they finally had to have somebody guard their van. There was one remote that they did and they sent this, their little stunt boy from the, from the morning show. They sent him to do the remote. Well, our whole air staff dressed in our station t-shirts, bringing rolly banners showed up at this bar. The only employee from Froggy was their stunt boy. We had our whole air staff our Rolly banners and some of our P1 listeners, we bannered the whole bar. It looked like it was our remote. Oh, you know, that stuff was, and it was, and and for the most part, so people can, that stuff was done in fun. Oh, for sure. I actually, the, the, the stunt boy came over and, and we were talking to each other and just joking around. And he yeah. said, he said, are we supposed to be friends? And I was like, I mean, not officially, but personally, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we don't fine. hate each other. It's fine. I don't, it, look, people always get along. Like um, out in yes. uh, when I was in Winchester, um, all of us that programmed AC stations within 20 miles of one another, we'd all get together for dinner once a month. Actually, Chris, you may know that um, that stunt boy because he ended up being on um, is Tommy. Tommy. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, that, that's who it was. Oh. That's funny. Tommy McFly. McFly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we had a, Tommy we had McFly. a stunt boy on our morning show. Our we guy did? Who, who, yeah. We had, we had well, a stunt Roadrunner. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we had the other guy too. The, the, the other part-time guy. I can't remember his name. He hung out with Roadrunner. Um, was it the guy with like, glasses? Yeah. And he was a better looking kid. He was a little younger. He'd be like the guy who would go pick up the comedians that we'd if we brought in a comedian from the yeah. morning show. He'd go, he'd go get him. He would go out with Roadrunner most often. Yeah, and he would be our equivalent of a stunt boy. I mean, we didn't really have a stunt boy, but he was our equivalent of it. Hmm. <laughs> Remember, we had the guy who, um, I he had some sort of epilepsy or something. He had seizures, and he fell through one of those big windows at the station. <gasps> yeah, who was that? I don't remember, but I do remember he fell through the window and that was boarded up for a little while. And he 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 didn't work for us anymore because he didn't have insurance. He got hurt. You, you I, know, I, there's that that happens all too often. It, it no, seriously, it does. I've got a tape somewhere of this woman it was on the air at um, Eagle ninety seven somewhere in Delaware, and she's a uh, you call, what do you call them now? Short people, short persons, little people, so she, little people, she's about little, little, little four foot tall. Okay. Woman's got a beautiful voice, but four feet tall. So it was a stand up studio. So they built her like this, like three stair thing to get yeah. up to the board. Right. Okay. And she's uh, uh, I, and again, 100% truth. I can send you the air check. Um, she's up on her perch, if you will. And you hear Eagle 97 weather. You hear partly sunny today and a high. And you hear her hit her head on the microphone and fall to the floor. <laughs> oh, fuck. And Was after she about 15 seconds of the music bed playing, you hear her go. 
I can't believe I just fell. I can't believe I just fell. It was great. (laughs) She's in concussion protocol. They they cart her off into the little tent and work on her a little bit. God almighty. You know, you talk about the, the, the things that remotes, you know, just, you know, taking over somebody's remote, like, you know, wallpapering the bar with your own Mm -hmm. stuff. I remember this one time, um, we were at a remote. It was all the air staff. It was only one person from across the street guy that worked. It was AMFM at that point. And it was the guy that worked there. So we killed him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? Now that's gorilla fucking radio. That right is gorilla there, fucking radio. Gorilla fucking radio. What did you do? You fucked the stump boy in the ass and then killed him. <laughs> Jesus. And then the next time we killed him and then fucked him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the other way around. I have bloodied my lip on the microphone before. I've turned my head to to read something or grab something and turned back and, and lost my orientation on where I was and in, in, to the microphone. Bashed my mouth on the microphone and fucking cut it wide open. Mm. On, on the, I've done that before. And I tend, oh, that, I've asked that before. So just use, you talk to the microphone straight on, right? Yeah. So I have it a little, uh, always to the right. I probably should turn it a little bit so that it doesn't, because I still catch a lot of, even with the windscreen, I still catch a lot of pops. Right. Now, I don't hear very many pops from you. Chris, I, what about you? I hear it when, I, when I'm uh, editing my Wally, audiobooks. So, Wally, you have it a little cocked, is what you're saying? Yes, I have, um, a, little, I have a little cocked, something you're familiar with, I know. I've got, I, I have it to the side, kind of like what you've got right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have mine to the right or left. Does it matter to you? Doesn't matter, but usually to the right. Yeah, to me, it matters to the right. And, and I think it <laughs> matters because. <laughs> Are we still talking about a little cock? Yes, yeah, a little cock that curves to the right. Okay. You've got it right. Well, mostly because um, all, all the microphone controls are to the left, mm-hmm. right, on the board. Uh, so so I, I want them out of my way so I can see what's going on. And, and when we, um, mo- this is kind of a weird one too. When I, when I remember my first gig, the rack was usually to the left, the the rack for like, like when mm-hmm. recording and all yep. that stuff in the studio, which is weird since most people are right-handed, why it would be on the left, but most often it's to the left. Yeah. That's which, which, where turntables like, tended to be. Turntables right, were always yeah. on the left side. Yeah. 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 Everything. The phone recorder. Everything yeah, all to the there. left, even though the only thing that was to the right that I remember most often were cart machines. Mm-hmm. Cart machines yeah. were usually to the right. And then everything else was to the left, which, 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 you know, maybe that's why I was more ambidextrous. Maybe that's why my wife liked me because I could use both hands. That might be it. That, 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 that probably, that Wally, you, you use, you use two hands because there was two tits. Okay. <laughs> oh, Right. You're assuming there's two breasts. Well, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping for, for your sake and everyone else's involved <laughs> that there are two bazooms. Yes. Uh, there are, there are, there are two bazooms. Um, so I saw, you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was mentioning that uh, oh, people get lost behind this shit, but I was mentioning that, that the Home Depot already had all their fucking Christmas shit up mm-hmm. and how stressful that is. Mm-hmm. I saw um, a friend of ours. Oh, that was, it just reminded me, Kelly, um, Shannon, mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, of an event that it wasn't us that was drunk, 
But her husband, her now husband, who was her boyfriend at the time, Steve. Do you remember? It was it was a St. Patrick's Day um, pub crawl. Yeah, downtown Utica, New York. Mm-hmm. And Steve was in the back of the Kiss van, and I don't know who was driving. Whoever was the most sober at probably, the time. Oh, I was going to say it was probably Roadrunner because he always yeah. drove, but I doubt he was the most sober. Probably not. So it was probably me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit the gas too hard and he went flying out of the back of the van into the street. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> just see, it makes me laugh. Because Attaboy. <laughs> He was just lay, rolling in the street and just laying there. And Shannon's like, oh, Steve, Steve. <laughs> I had a guy talking to me oh, yesterday. The poor bastard just laid in the street. And we, of course, stop, stop, Steve's in the street. Oh, it was too good. Oh, yeah. son of a bitch. I, that was I had this guy that was talking to me a couple of days ago. And he was talking about radio in um, Utica. Because he used to work in Utica. And... Really? um. He said his first station was in Herkimer. Where the hell is that? It's, but it's, That's where Wow 105 was. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. It's sort of between Rome and Utica, wasn't it? Um, No, no. Herkimer's on the other side. Okay. This guy worked at, uh, well, your call letters, Wally and Herkimer, W-A-L-Y. I don't know that station. W-A-L-Y. No, Herkimer, yeah, Herkimer was, um, so I lived... Um, in um, Amherst, which was after Whitesville or whatever, <clears throat> it was in the other direction. Isn't Amherst over toward Buffalo? Well, that's no, Little Amherst, New York. Was oh, it okay. Amherst? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was yes. Amherst, Wally. What, was it? I'll have to ask Jody. No, no, New Hartford. I'm sorry, New Hartford. Yep, that's where you okay. lived. Yeah, Amher- Amherst, Amherst was um, was Virginia. I, when I lived in Virginia, it was Amherst. Oh, I'm sorry. What was his? Do you remember his name? Uh his name is Mark Williams, and that's actually his real name, Mark Williams. He's hmm. wish I could. A L Y though, that doesn't sound familiar to me. A L Y was fourteen twenty. Oh, is A M? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, it was A M. We didn't. We didn't fuck with A M. No. Except for the one in our building with W was that that was warm, right? W A R M. I think warm was the FM AM combo. Warm is where Norma's son worked on mm-hmm. warm. Mm-hmm. And, and Jack. 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 I my my first actually, so my first gigs were AM radio. Mine too. My, my my first gig was a um well, mine kind of was because I because I did AM with Sonny King. Yeah, on the oldest station. My my first gig, my first paid gig was AM, and my second paid gig was uh, AM in Worcester, Mass. W O R C in Worcester, Massachusetts. I was doing the AM FM combo, W-O-R-C. Yes it's FM and W K R T. Oh, W K R T, and Sunny. So Sunny, Sunny King. King. Sunny King was absolutely. A good guy, a great guy. Yes. But absolutely the epitome of a radio DJ kid. Yep. He was a, back then, he was a 45-year-old man who was absolutely a teenager. He had, a, he had his sporty car mm-hmm. and he he had the, wore the clothes and the hat and the cologne and the, 
his whole life was built around being, you know, youthful, but he was the epitome of what radio was. Yep. Then here's what what's funny is when I first started there and, you know, I was an intern when I first started and I was a news intern. And so for Greg, for Greg. Yep. Um, I tried to get that job. They gave the job to Greg and then hired me as an intern. And then when Greg would go out on vacation or when Greg eventually left, then I would do that job. And I just remember, I think it's once I was actually working there full time. Um, and I had been out like for my birthday or something with the real Sharon Steele and we had been drinking tequila sunrise and my birthday was on like a Wednesday or something. And so when I came into work at 5am, yes, I was still drunk. Thank you for asking, but I was (laughs) trying so hard to pull it together and be on the air because I had a serious news job and People depended on me because of, you know, news credibility. Like I took this shit very seriously. And I just remember, I don't know if Jackie Onassis died or if just something else happened, but I had to say Jacqueline Onassis several times in a news story. And when you're still drunk, Jacqueline Onassis is not something that's easy to say. And Sonny, that's basically what it sounded like. And Sonny... Was So Sonny was on the AM, the oldie station, and then Dave, I think at that point was it was Dave on the mornings on the FM station. Yeah, I was gone then. Yeah. Um, and Sonny was making fun of me on the air and talking about how I was still drunk from the night before. <laughs> and in my teeny tiny little 21-year-old brain... As far as I knew, the people who were listening to an AM oldies station were nice little old ladies who used to call in and talk about what a nice girl I sounded like. And here's Sonny telling everybody I'm drunk on tequila still at five o'clock in the morning when I come into work. I was horrified, horrified. But, but and so the lesson there, however, is there is there's a guy who knew his audience. Yeah. Absolutely knew his audience for sure. He d- I didn't Can know his audience, but he it? knew. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I, I just I'm just hearing this guy going. All right, uh, partly sunny, seventy eight today. That drunk whore with the news on the way. Here's Tommy James. <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically, basically. Yeah, and, I, and and I will. So Sunny, Sunny was a throwback disc jockey. Yeah, but. Fucking good. Mm-hmm. Just good. Knew his audience. I mean, perfect for an oldie station. Absolutely perfect for an oldie station. Had all the quips, all the fucking data stored in his fucking head. Mm-hmm. It ha- ha- had his own fucking disc jockey business and yep. a band would go out and do shows and, yep. and, you know, fucking retirement homes and dances and weddings and all that. So Doesn't he, he still was, do all of that stuff? I think he does. He was the epitome. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he's the guy that does the weather and says, chance of a shower tonight. Maybe you'll take one as well. Yep. Overnight low 41. That's, yep. That is that is sunny. But but the kind of guy that you, you enjoyed listening to him because he was friendly and fucking just on on topic and funny and as hell. Funny as hell. And he didn't worry about the fucking fire downtown. He would say, you know, something like, you might want to avoid downtown. It's a little warm down there right now. But he <laughs> 
He wouldn't tell you, you know, it's hotter on that end of town than it is on this end of town. So stay up here. He just, it was good. And he had a radio voice. Mm -hmm. And there's disc jockeys, you know, that make the transition into doing other things. And there's a big jock used to be in Chicago and they went to Baltimore named Ron Riley. Okay. We had Ron. Ron, Well, this is Ron Riley and Ron Riley, you know, I knew him from hosting, guess what? Bowling for dollars on TV. Uh But Ron Riley eventually makes it to WTOP and he's doing the weather. And everybody called him Smiley Riley because it didn't matter what was happening. He was going to smile and laugh. So, all right, here's Ron with a look at the weather. Ron, not too good out there tonight, huh? <laughs> Tornado watching <laughs> right over top of Bethesda right now. Loss of life, no doubt at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. So all of that, I would much, uh, guys, I would so love to listen to a guy like that today. Oh, absolutely. I would love to hear these people, those same people today, not just that sort of radio today. I want to fucking hear that shit. Please make mistakes. Please laugh at yourself. Please enjoy what you're doing. Please be honest. Just fucking do it Mm -hmm. instead of this. Perfection. I, I think Chris, I think one time Chris, you said that uh it might have been one of your exes or or some chick you had been banging who worked at the station. Yeah. Who had to make sure her her um her voice track was perfect. Oh, my second wife. She, no um, mistakes in it. Second wife would record her breaks onto the Vox Pro and then play them live over the track on the air. <laughs> so that she would be able to make sure it was perfect and timed out and hit the post. Wow. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Whenever I had to do a voice track, if I fucked up, I fucked I left up. it in there. Same. Me too. Left it in because it. It, it was the only part of it that could at all sound real. And the, you, at least when you listen to it, you say, oh, that can't be recorded. Listen well, and that's when, that's when I'd, I'd even say, oh, live radio, what the hell can you do? Right, you know, and just just keep on going with the break. Exactly, I, I'm with you on that because most stations, well, now there's not even a question, but back then, when maybe only a third or a quarter of the stations were doing voice tracking, you could still t- you could tell the stations that were voice tracking or what shows it. You just listen, you say, it just fucking could hear it. You could hear. Yeah. That it was voice tracked by the delivery, but, by the content. I mean, I'm, I'm essentially voice tracked now. Well, yeah, you are. I mean, that's because that's what you that's what you do. But you remember, I might have brought this up before, but in the early 80s, maybe it probably extended into the 90s too. the satellite fed stations. But they had like the local IDs. SMN satellite network. Right. And there was a station up in Frederick, Jess, um, the one across the street from us that ran a format called Format 41. And that was because they were trying to get the 41 year old. I know that female listener. Yeah. Hmm. And the guy is on the air and he's all crystal clear, but there was no engineer at this station. So you'd hear off of the network and more of today's favorites and yesterday's oldies coming up on Who Won Our Yeah. We've got we've gotten a little bit better since then. A little bit, yeah. There's so many different so I worked at a station that had the reel to reel, you know, you have the big I don't know, 12 inch reels Mm -hmm. with one kilohertz tones on them and shit to fire off stuff. Yeah. Fuck it. Those were the best when you'd put the reel on at the wrong speed or some shit (laughs) and you'd be, be, and you you never listen to. So 
the one thing about those stations are, at least as, as a as a person who programmed, and Jess and Chris both programmed, I would listen to the stations I programmed mm-hmm. that had real people on them. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't listen to them to see if the jocks were fucking up or or I was listening to see, does it sound good? Does yeah. it sound does it sound flowy? Does it is it working? Mm-hmm. Are the things we're doing are, are the is it is, are we doing okay to do segue uh, segue from this to that and then do a liner or 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 do a jingle or blah 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 blah? I was listening to that shit. Does it sound? Are, are we are we do I have too much music? This kind of programming? Blah blah blah. When I was programming a station that was a real to real station or a fucking satellite station or anything. I fucking never listened to them. Mm-mm. It didn't give a shit because I had nothing vested in it. And that would just be a, a station part of it. So that would be mostly if you had three stations under your wing. Yeah, because at a station like that, you're just the babysitter. Yeah, you have nothing to do with it. So oftentimes those stations would go for fucking, you know, six hours with a fucking, the, the reel was fucked up or... <laughs> the, the, the fucking liners were firing in the middle of songs and fucking the wrong, you had the wrong fucking jingles in there. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. At four in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, that, that bullshit. I never would catch it because mm-hmm. I fucking, I, I have no pride in it. I don't give a shit what they're doing on this station. Yeah. I'm just here to fucking sign an affidavit to say we played the Westwood one spots. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and that that that's all you're really doing is you're just saying, yeah, oh yeah, we 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 played all those fucking Rolades commercials. We we, we did that, and we played the uh, hooked on phonics sign off it. There's that's another part of if the, if if I was an advertiser back then, I wouldn't have believed any of that shit Mm-mm. because half the shit those guys were paying for never ran. Yep. I mean, that's my experience. Like, it's amazing that they continued to spend money on radio advertising. Oh, for fucking sure. I can't. I, I, I'm because they're obviously I'm not shocked. getting results, despite the whole radio gets results campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Radio gets results uh, if you actually play these commercials. Mm-hmm. If you don't play the commercials, well, they don't. And I, st- I still hear. I, I every now and again tune in to listen to local radio and it's so fucking bad. And it's still, how, how, how do you have so little shit, actual local content and you can't get it right in, in a 24 hour period, you may have a sum total of four hours of live content mm-hmm. or of, uh, of locally produced content. And half the fucking time it's wrong, wrong commercials, end dates are wrong because they're firing the wrong shit. Just, hey, this Christmas, it's fucking July. <laughs> well, why is that still in rotation? Listen, not everybody oh, can afford mom. Sir Mix-a-Lot for their Chex Mix commercials. So, uh, I'm, I lo- I, I, I'm going to be looking for that. So the Hagerstown station I was listening to yesterday, the AM up there, they're playing the Percy Faith records, right? And then there is a commercial that's done by, I think, I guess the sales manager. It says, we would like to help you at blah, 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 broadcasting company get through these uncertain times. What? <laughs> it's, we've, we've hung up the fucking mask, haven't we? I mean, this is, <laughs> you know. 
you hear a lot of that now in in on television and radio just that in general moving away from radio a little bit but just man every fucking gold bar selling um oh jesus um, survival food bucket in these uncertain times mm-hmm. what fucking uncertain times are you fucking talking about right. who the fuck is yeah, having the, a problem the worst commercial i've had the tom Selleck commercials for the reverse mortgage oh yeah Okay, you've seen those? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they were originally 60-second spots. And I didn't want to pay for 60s anymore. So they turned them into 30s. Well, if you're listening to the 60-second spot or watching it, what Tom says makes sense. But then you cut it to the 30, and it begins with, this isn't my first rodeo. (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? This isn't my first rodeo. You're not fucking a horse in the ass, Tom. You're talking about taking granny's house. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. They do that with a ton of commercials. Like, I like the, um, who's the fucking guy who, uh, the, the buy back your insurance. Well, buy your insurance policy from you. And these are, oh, the annuity commercials. Yes, yeah. those fucking those are thieves and robbers. Mm-hmm. Those fucking people are thieves and robbers. What what is that guy's name? Who does that? Uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? Oh, he he does all of them, M- most of them. Uh, I, all I can think of is H. G. Wells, but it's not H. G. Wells. Oh, J. G. Wentworth. <laughs> yeah, J- yeah, Wentworth. That's a J. G. Wentworth. Yeah, H. G. Wells. H. G. Wells. That would be something. I wonder what he would get for a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it is jg wentworth they're doing they do all that fucking you know and if, if you've gotten a, a settlement and you want to get your i want my money now yeah i got a 1.2 million dollar settlement and jg wentworth gave me two hundred thousand dollars for it well you're fucking a dumbass motherfucker ain't you <laughs> fucking you dumb cuck fool. <laughs> you, you, they are fucking but now it's with the the uh you hear like the old people going, well, the kids are grown now and they're doing pretty well and they don't need our life insurance. Well, fuck. They don't. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, about to say, I, I am getting every goddamn penny out of that shit. Come on. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right here. Well, I've probably been written out of the will at this point. Well, I mean, it should, they go before <laughs> oh, me and I don't say they should go before me, but should they go before me? I'd like to get, you know, every fucking penny out of that that I can. But the way that I shit, I'm, I, my fucking heart's going to be in the toilet by the next end of next week. Well, so. <laughs> Just drop some more acid. You'll be fine. I, 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 yeah. I tell my dad, I tell him, listen, I want you to leave the Volvo to me. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Whatever else you do, I want the Volvo. And I, so here's it. So I, I, I think I've said before, I have a sister who's in a, um, she just turned 55 and she's in a, an assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's paraplegic, uh, um, yeah, paraplegic, waist down. And, uh, and then she had a stroke, so now she only got one arm working. And, you know, and it's easy to laugh at because she's my sister, right? So mm-hmm. when I, because she laughs about it too. She called me the other day, I fell out of my chair. <laughs> and you can't, but there's nothing you can do. It's your sister. You go like, oh, Jesus Christ, what, Paula, what, what happened? I was leaning to pet a dog and fell out of my chair. <laughs> and it's just, is it right? it's just funny stuff. But uh, my dad tells me I'm going to be the executor of, of her 
her when he dies and he leaves he's leaving her money because she needs to be taken care of mm-hmm. in in the home and he, and he jokes with me he's like, and i want you to make sure you take care of her <laughs> of course dad of course i will but but that's kind of a that's a fucking big responsibility and you know when you're 30 you don't think of that when you're 60 you're like holy fuck hmm. i'm gonna be responsible for that bullshit that's some serious shit and that's going to be her because she's always whining about shit. I want some white chocolate. Well, you can't have white chocolate. You can't send it. First of all, there's no such thing as white chocolate. It's just sugary white stuff. It's not cocoa and it's not chocolate. I ran out of body wash. I want some puzzle books. I want to stand so- up. Yeah, I know. It all it happened. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she does. She- <laughs> <laughs> Look, that was a low that was a low hanging pitch you shot right across the fucking plate. Okay. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Look at fucking Jess. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. I've expelled too much air. <laughs> uh, I think we found our show promo for next week. Uh, <laughs> I want to stand up. Oh Look my at Jess. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How dare you laugh at my sister's inability to stand up, Jess? How dare you? Oh yeah, God damn you, Jess. God damn it. How could you do that? Uh, <laughs> I have never. I mean, 15 years I've known you. I've never seen your face that fucking color. That was pretty good. <laughs> Oh God damn! I get so. I need a tissue now. Oh, <laughs> my eyes are so watery. Oh my gosh! Oh God, okay. Chris, hey, if you're looking for looking for a best of show, I think this might. Uh, this there might it get is. There. I'm gonna tell you what. I don't mind being a straight guy if we get those kind of laughs. <laughs> I am good with that shit right there. Oh God damn! I actually feel like I need oh. to vomit now. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, my goal has been achieved for the day. Oh, I don't know how we top this. I think we have to end the show now. <laughs> See, that's us. That's us toughing it out, right? That we make ourselves. We we work so hard. We want to vomit by the end of the show. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, All right. I guess Chris, give it to us. You want me to pull it out? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, so, so this guy, this guy decides that he wants to have a threesome, and he's in Thailand. And this girl comes up to him and says, "You come with me and my friend. It'll be like winning the lottery." And the guy says, "Okay." So they all go upstairs and get undressed. And it's like, "Yeah, it was right. Winning the lottery. Six pairs of matching balls." <laughs> <laughs> Should have saw that coming, Thailand. You should have seen that coming. Oh, God. All right, you guys. Good weekend. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. I'll see Talk you, to you next week. Bye.